Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, your go-to source for brain-based mindset tools and highly effective business strategies that will help you create a truly aligned business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. I started out having no idea how to coach people or how to build a successful business to building an internationally accredited coach training and certification program, The Created Coach Method the most interactive, high-touch online NLP and coach training experience. Each week, we're going to dive into the concepts, skills, and methods that will help you increase your impact, profits, and authority. Want to learn how you can become a standout coach? Join my free training, which walks you through the exact things you need to focus on to become the go-to coach at createdmindacademy.com slash standoutcoach. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast episode. I have one that I'm excited to record for you today. I got a really awesome DM from someone a few days ago asking me about coaching and becoming a coach, and basically the gist of it was is it possible to make money as a coach? I've replied already to this person in the DMs, but I really wanted to break down all of the questions that she asked in this message and break them all down for you and kind of elaborate on each point because I think these are questions that most coaches have. New coaches, maybe you've been doing it for a while, um, maybe beliefs or questions or whatever it is. So I'm going to read out the message to you, leaving out any identifying information. And then I'm going to go through the points that I think are important from here. So it starts, hi, I know you may not answer, but I thought I would try. I'm an person's job title in country and starting out in NLP. I want to be a coach and do this full time by the end of the year. However, I'm not sure will if this will really work. How will I make money as a coach with doing my job also at the same time? I'm pretty tired and studying at the same time. Can I give up? No, can I make money before giving up my job first? Anyway, watch you on YouTube and thought I would ask. Thank you name. All right. That is the DM that she sent me. And I want to break down the points that I got from that, that I think are important to mention. So the first thing that she said is starting out in NLP. I'm going to make the assumption that she is doing an NLP training, but just in case, I think it's an important point to say here, if you're starting out in NLP, what does that actually mean? I haven't had a, I've, I've messaged this person back on Instagram, but I haven't had a response from them, them yet. They haven't seen the message. So I can't ask exactly what she means by each thing. So I'm going to make some assumptions, but I'm going to assume that she is doing an NLP training for anyone who is starting out in NLP and wants to start using NLP techniques before you attend a training, I'm going to recommend against doing that. There are so many nuances and important things that you can only get if you attend a specific NLP certification. You have someone who can demonstrate the techniques. That's really important. Demonstrating the actual techniques 
giving you the opportunity to practice, give you the opportunity to get feedback and gives you the opportunity to ask questions, connect with others. So it's really important when you are starting out in NLP that you are one, actually attending a training and two, attending a training that is going to help you achieve the results that you want to achieve and help you really gain the the skills that you need to practice NLP effectively and ethically with your clients. I've mentioned this before on previous podcasts and I talk about this sometimes that a lot of NLP certifications, some of them like the ones that you find on Udemy, they just tell you what NLP is and they can tell you what a what each uh, technique is, but they don't actually walk you through the process of how to do it. They don't give you examples. They don't give you the opportunity to practice and get feedback. And a lot of other NLP courses are the same. So it's really important that you make sure even if you're attending a live training for NLP, like if it's an online live training or an in-person live training, you really want to make sure that you are able to practice and get feedback on your actual techniques, that you're able to ask questions and that you get expert supervision. All of these things are super, super important when you start out in NLP because if you're going to be using NLP in your coaching, you need to make sure you do it properly. It's not something that you can just read about online and dive into. So I'm going to assume that she is attending an NLP training. Most people do, but I think it's really important to mention those points that I just mentioned. Another thing that I think is important here is when you're starting out in NLP, when you're starting out in coaching, just learning NLP isn't enough to create a, a solid long-term sustainable business. There are so many other coaching skills, foundational coaching skills that you also need to make sure that you are learning about, whether you learn about them on your own, whether the course that you're in offers that, whether you join the associate coach certification from Creative Mind Academy and you learn those skills in that certification, that it's really important that you also have the foundational coaching skills like Uh, embodying a coaching mindset, code of ethics and confidentiality, contracts and onboarding, how to communicate with your clients, how to coach the who versus the what, how to ask powerful questions, and then how to use coaching skills and coaching techniques in your actual sessions with clients. So make sure that when you are starting out in coaching that you are creating a well-rounded foundation for yourself that's not just techniques. It's not just NLP. It's not just hypnosis, that you also have the foundational skills that allow you to communicate with your client, to create space, to hold space for them, to listen to them and to provide them with the coaching and the support that they actually need. And you're not just throwing techniques at them in sessions. The next point that she mentioned was that she wants to be a coach and do it full time by the end of the year. Well, that's 11 months away. And is that possible? Yes, it's absolutely possible. The thing with this is it's going to take a lot of commitment and it's going to take time. It's going to take planning. It's going to take failures. It's going to take successes. It's going to take a lot of mindset and belief shifting in order for you to 
do it. It's going to take mindset and beliefs shifting for you to go through the ups and the downs that are going to happen because they do. It's not all like peaches and roses for everyone. You decide you want to be a coach and then you just jump straight into it and it works immediately. For those people who do that, that's great, but they are the outliers. That's not how business works for the majority of people. It's an up and down. It's a roller coaster. You have a lot to learn in terms of business stuff you're going to learn, coaching stuff. You're going to learn things about yourself. So it is totally possible to learn how to be a coach and do it full time within a year. You just have to be ready to commit the time, the money, the energy, the inner work that you're going to have to do to be able to do it within the year. And obviously you're going to need strategy and a process and most likely someone to guide you along the way, someone to help you figure out what to focus on, someone to help you to call you out on your beliefs and and stuff like that, someone who has done it before and someone who is in a place that you want to be, someone who is the kind of coach similar to the kind of coach that you want to be, has similar values and talks about similar things, not someone that you just see online and you're like, you decide that they're successful so you want to do that same thing. The next point that she brought up is not sure if it will really work. And I can totally relate to this thought, this belief, because that was something that I had to work through myself when I started coaching and I decided that I wanted to do coaching via having a business for myself because you don't have to do coaching and have your own business. You can find, um, I don't even know what it's called, not like an agency, but you can find a company that has a roster of coaches that people come to them to find a coach rather than you having to go out and prospect and have the business. It's kind of like, for example, maybe it's a, a, a website that says we have lots of coaches. And if you if are a person who wants to find a coach, come to us and we'll match you with a coach, right? You can work for someone uh, like something like that, where the prospects come to you. Um, and there's going to be differences between probably the clients that you get to work with and potentially the amount of money that you make, depending but maybe not. But back to my point, when I first started coaching, decided that I wanted to have my own coaching business, this was a limiting belief that I had to work on so much. My automatic thought process was it won't work for me. It won't work for me. I could send emails, but it won't work for me. I could have Instagram, do Instagram, but it won't work for me. I could do a webinar, but it won't work for me. That was honestly something that I had to work through a lot. It took me a long time to even realize that that was a limiting belief that was holding me back because I I literally wouldn't do things. I would have an idea and not even try, not even follow through, not even attempt because I was afraid that it won't work for me. That was like my automatic thing. But the thing is, if you put in, if you're willing to put in the time and the energy, you can decide that it's going to work. You have to decide that that it's going to work no matter what. You will keep going until it works. You won't just try one thing. Maybe it doesn't work out the way that you expected and then decide it doesn't work. You try something. If it doesn't work how work out how you expected, you use that as 
feedback, as data, as information to apply to what you're going to do next. You try something different and you keep trying something different until the things that you you are doing work. This is where it's important that you have someone who has been where you are before and you find someone who can coach you and guide you through because they're going to help you stop doing lots of things that don't work or continue to go around in circles or even stop you not even doing the work because you're afraid that it's not going to work. So stuff like this, having someone to to coach you, having a coach, having a mentor, a consultant, whatever you want to call it, um, or not even whatever you want to call it, whatever kind of support you are after is really going to, this is really going to benefit you in the process if you decide that you want to have a business. The answer to this question is, to or to this point is yes, it will work. Look around, look for the proof that you have that it works. You can see it working for other people. Obviously, I'm proof that it works. My students are proof that it works. It works. You can make money being a coach. There's not, there's no doubt about that. It comes down to what you're willing to put into it and how far you're willing to go and what you're willing to experience in your quest to make it work. A constant thing that I say to myself is it's it's not about will it work. I'm going to do it until it works. I'm going to guarantee that it works. The next point is how am I going to make money? By charging people for things that they are willing to pay for is essentially how you make money. You have to, there's so much work that goes into this point, how I'm going to make money. The short of it is by charging people that things that they're for things that they are willing to pay for. But that part is where the work needs to happen. You need to do the work to find out what can I help people with? Who do I want to help? How can I help them? Is this something that they're willing to pay for? And then you create coaching, you create offers around that. There are so many ways to make money as a coach by coaching people, by creating courses, by creating downloads. There there are so many ways to make money as a coach. And especially now that coaching is becoming more and more popular, more and more people are getting out of the, the box. They're stepping out of the box and thinking of new and creative ways that they can use their skills as a coach to help people achieve their goals and in the process make money doing so. So there are so many ways to make money and I I can create a whole other podcast episode on all of the different ways or maybe just 10 of the different ways that you can make money as a coach. But it comes down to, again, putting in the time and the energy and money to, to perfect your skills and decide that you're going to make it work. Decide that you're going to keep going no matter what. Because the reality is in most businesses, you don't make money on day one. I want to kind of go into coach mode for a second now. And what I would normally do if I was in a, cl- a session with a client and they asked, how am I going to make money? I would flip it back and say, how could you make money? 
So rather than asking, how am I going to make money? Because this is a pretty limiting question. It's not a creative question. You're not going to get good answers from this. And I am not here to tell people the answers. I am here to coach you and help you find the answers for yourself. Because if I tell you the answer in a week, if you come up with another problem, you're going to come back to me and say, hey, can you tell me how to do this thing? Rather than being creative for yourself and realizing that you have the answers for yourself. So if you're someone who is asking yourself this question right now, how am I going to make money? How am I going to make money coaching? What am I going to do? Ask yourself, what could I do? If I really needed to make money from coaching right now, what are three ways I could do it? What are three ways that I could do it that I haven't seen other people doing it? Or if you can't come up with three ways that you haven't seen other people doing it, you can come up with your three ways and say, okay, how can I do this differently? What can I tweak slightly? What can I change a little bit? What can I add to it? What can I, how can I infuse my unique skills and personality into this to make it different from the way that other people are doing it? The next point is how will I make money while also doing my full-time job? Again, I'm going to flip this and say, well, how do you think you could make money while also doing your full-time job? Because Another point that she made in the actual message was that she's tired. If you want to do this while you're also doing your full-time job, you have to adapt and commit to doing the work even if you are tired. That's just the reality. There's no way around that. I can't give you more time in the day. I can't make you feel less tired. I can't make you make the same amount of money in your job for less hours. I can't do that for you. And I don't know that anyone can. So you are going to have to decide that you're going to do this, whatever you can, even if it's just really small, tiny steps, even though you are busy and feeling tired, what can you do? I think an important point to focus on here would be not the end result so much, not how am I going to make money because that's so loaded and overwhelming. You could just ask yourself, what's the next thing I could do? What's one thing I could do that would get me closer to my goal of making money coaching while also doing my full-time job? You don't have to think about the whole answer, the big solution. You can just think, what's the next thing I could do? And the next point that she made, it kind of is tied in with this one is, can I make money before giving up my job first? Yes, you absolutely can. But you have to think about your capacity, what you can do, what you're committed to doing and how you want to coach people. Again, you don't have to focus on the end result here. You can just focus on what you can start doing right now. What can you start doing right now that will help you get closer to your goal of being a coach full time by the end of the year? There are things that you can do right now that won't take any more time than you currently spend 
wasting your time scrolling on Instagram or TikTok or Netflix or whatever it is. You can change your Instagram bio. You can create a new Instagram account. You can sign up for an anchor account to have a podcast. You can buy the domain for your website. You can research PayPal and how to take payments on PayPal or whatever your chosen platform is. You can start doing these little things right now that are going to help you make money, that are going to, you need to figure them out eventually. So start doing them now and just think about the little steps that you can take. My recommendation here is to not quit your job before you start making money because having a business is stressful enough as it is. Adding financial stress into the mix is going to make it so much harder for you to be able to focus on creating things that you want to create when in the back of your mind, maybe you're like, okay, I need, I really need to make money. I really have to make money doing things from that place. It doesn't feel good. It's not, it's not a fun place to be. And it, it might make you associate having a business and being a coach with financial stress when it's not necessarily going to be the case. If you can start doing things now while you have a job and do things as much as you can in the capacity that you have, and and I'm talking about little things and I'm talking about actually coaching people do that as much as you can while you have your job until you get to the point where you're either making as much money from coaching as you are in your job or the only thing holding you back from making more money coaching is the fact that you have a job. That's kind of the bottleneck there. And then you know for sure if you cut down your hours or if you quit your job that you would have enough leads and people to work with that you would immediately be able to start making the same amount of money or close to the same amount of money. Basically that you have some momentum in your business that that giving up your job or your the other way that you make money isn't going to be uh, a problem. You know that you're going to be able to make enough money to do the things that you need to do without having that financial stress that could potentially hold you back. So that's it for this episode. I really just wanted to break down all of my thoughts there about this message because it all of the points that were brought up are not uncommon points. I think a lot of people have these same thoughts. I know I I did when I started and I wanted to break it down to let you know where I'm at now. Many years, I don't even remember how many years it is after starting my coaching business. And like I said, for me, it wasn't, I didn't start making money the day I had my business. I had an inner journey to go on and an external journey to go on. I needed to learn coaching skills. I needed to learn business skills and business strategy, and I had limiting beliefs and mindset challenges that I needed to work through to help me get to the point where I make money coaching and have a certification and I make money there and I have the skills that I need to coach people effectively. So that's it for this episode. If you have any questions at all, you can always send me a message on Instagram at brookealexander.com. Co. We have a lot of really awesome stuff coming up, uh, lots of 
new courses, new trainings, live trainings, free trainings. So head on over to Instagram to stay up to date with all of those things. I have some really exciting stuff that I am literally working on. Like I was working on it right before I recorded this podcast episode. So Instagram is the place to be for now. And I will catch you in our next episode. Bye.